0: Welcome back to FIAT, the podcast for Catholic women. We are Renee and Maureen, and we want to give you reliable and honest information about how to be a modern Catholic woman in the world, but not of the world. We use personal experiences as well as church teachings to motivate you to always say yes to God. Welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. Yes. I am so
1: pumped. This is season two of FIAT. Two. Oh my
0: gosh. Deuces. It's our first episode oh of 2021. I'm I so know. excited. We Great. actually, I know we actually like guys. We're like professional. We had a meeting to plan the next year of the podcast. Wow, we're so impressive. Um, so we're really excited. I'm also just excited that it's like, like it's a new year. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be better. But who knows?
1: Yeah. Um i mean so, yeah, i get excited we, about the new year
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. me too me too and i'm just kind of like i don't know because guys just a little announcement i put in my two weeks at hobby lobby so your girl <sighs> your girl is leaving <laughs> i'm very excited i love working at hobby lobby i highly recommend it but um during Christmas season, it was a little rough on my self esteem, to say the least. Um, but everyone there is so nice. Just guys, just like if you go to a store, like be nice to the workers. You can, yes. you can talk talk that about them once you leave, but just be nice to them in front of their face. They they really need it. <laughs> um, yes. But today we're kind of just talking about like the new year because it's exciting and it's kind of like a new year for our podcast because we have like really done some thinking we're really trying to make it more of a priority this year not that we ever didn't but I think with school it just gets hard to like care about this and we're also trying to amp up our social media presence so if you have any suggestions let us know um, because neither one of us particularly enjoy social media (laughs) (laughs) says the one who literally like deleted all her accounts (laughs) like um anywho so um Maureen do you want to start off by sharing your resolutions I'm really excited
1: oh my goodness yeah okay so Renee (laughs) finds it shocking that I like make a whole ton of resolutions and then actually attempt to stick to to them throughout the year. And we've talked about this before in some other podcasts. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was. Oh, I think it was our one on rosaries. Because speaking of which, this uh, one of the resolutions this year is about prayer. So just so you know, that's a little sneak peek. But um, yeah, I was talking about how like, pretty much every year I always give myself like a new prayer goal and it's usually like a specific prayer because I find that a lot easier to sort of structure my prayer life. Um, And what I usually do is I kind of start out by saying like a specific prayer and then I, that helps me flow more easily into sort of a more conversation with God. Um, So like one year it was a decade of the rosary. One year it was um, the divine mercy chaplet. But this year, number one on my New Year's resolutions is to say a daily rosary and also get back into saying the litany of trust by the Sisters of Life because that was my New Year's You're going to say a like, daily rosary, rosary? Yeah. I mean, Every I haven't so day. far, but that's the idea. <laughs> that's wow. the goal. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, make it part of my morning routine, and I found an app um, mm-hmm. on my phone where I can listen to it. So that's what I really want to yeah. do because – for me it's so hard it literally only is 10 minutes like I definitely have 10 minutes I spend over an hour on YouTube every day like I'm pretty (laughs) sure I can handle it Um, so I really want to try and do that especially because in the in the winter for me it's like hard to exercise and so I get really depressed and so I definitely need something else to like that gives a little bit more structure to my day and something that I always have to do um So that's the goal. And the litany of trust is something that I used to say a lot. I think it's really helpful. Um, It's basically about placing your trust in God, just like the name says. It's very powerful, but I stopped saying it with quarantine, mostly because when I moved back home, my stuff hasn't really been ever unpacked. So a lot of things that I normally use are like in boxes still, and I don't have enough room for all of my stuff. So the Litany of Trust is just buried. It's too much work to get out every day. So like, I just stopped saying it. But I really want to do that again because it made a big difference in my life. So I'm trying to bring it back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we talked about the Litany of Trust a lot when we were on campus, and I remember Rory talking about it too. I've never said it, but I know what it is, and it's really it's a powerful prayer. I am a little jealous that you are trying to say a daily rosary because I've really gotten out of that habit, and I can really tell a difference. Like, I like listening to it though too. I'm glad that you do that. Some people don't count that. I just want to say that counts. (laughs) Anyway, continue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like my goal is to like
1: to get up in the morning and hit play on the rosary. So then, like while I'm making my bed, like I don't think there's anything wrong with like some people say like you have to be well. Okay, I I can see the benefits of like actually being focused and like intentionally setting aside the sure. like, time to say the rosary um, eventually we're gonna work silent prayer into my day but let's we're gonna start somewhere like slow and go. simple so I'm just gonna like hit play <laughs> make my bed brush my teeth like get dressed get my stuff ready for the day and then like by the time the rosary is over I've had like a nice peaceful start and like centered in God and that's yeah. that's the goal so I love that yeah.
0: that's so I might have to adopt that when we go back to school That's really awesome because right now I'm like just getting up and watching Mad Men (laughs) because it's so nice (laughs) to not have, it's so nice to not have anything to do, guys. I love Christmas break so much. Um, But anyway, I've really gotten into Mad Men, guys, but um, so probably should start off with the rosary rather than Donald Draper, but you know, what are we going to (laughs) do? Yeah, I mean,
1: I have to say it's January 6th this comes out on January 11th so hopefully between now and the time I'll actually have started praying because I have yet to actually pray the rosary <laughs> once and it's almost been a week but I didn't officially like decide okay. on the resolutions until the third so I'm like giving myself a little break you know but okay. um, eventually also like there. this
0: is like the first week where like it hasn't been holiday season so yeah, I don't really I think the New Year starts until this week because you're so busy with family and taking down Christmas stuff and blah, blah, blah. So like, this is really the first week where life has gotten back to normal. <laughs> so I think you're fine. I-, I think you're fine. I'll talk to God for you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Today's going to
1: make it all. Okay. I got it. That's- I got it. She got me. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. No, tell me about it. My whole family like didn't leave until... I don't know, I guess the day after New Year's. Yeah, it was a Saturday. Oh, so that wow. was like when they all left. And then I I was working over the weekend a lot and I was exhausted because, mm. guys, um, so I, I may or may not have stayed up until 3 a.m. on New Year's Eve and then gone up at 7.30 the next morning to go into work. So I was yeah. like... Yeah, it was bad. I was so tired for a few days. My family was like, Maureen, are you sure you're not sick? Like, they were so worried about me, like, having COVID or something. I'm like, guys, I'm literally just Mm -hmm. tired. Like, I couldn't tell them that I stayed up until three because they thought I went to bed at one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen. It's funny because if anyone wants to know how different me and Maureen are, on New Year's Eve, I watched Scrubs with my family, fell asleep on the couch at 11 o'clock. Woke up at eleven forty-five 45 because me and my mom, I kid you not, we bang pants outside at midnight to welcome the new year. Oh, yeah, us, so, us too. <laughs> yeah, so we did that. We swept out the old and swept in the new, and then I went to bed. <laughs> so, and then nice. she stayed up until 3 a.m., but I also had work the next day. So, wait, did I? No, I didn't. Sorry. I worked on New Year's Eve. Just kidding. (laughs) I got to sleep (laughs) in. (laughs) Oh,
1: that's so nice. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So, yeah, that was number one. Oh, also, I just want to say, like, I saw this post on, like, a like a minor celebrity she's a youtuber Ooh. but she does have the blue check mark next to her name <laughs> whatever um, and she had this post and she was like tw- and everybody is saying this and like i'm pretty tired of it by now but everybody's like 2020 had a lot of bad things but there was also a lot of good things like i kid you not literally everyone that's like put like an actual post on their instagram that's how they started out and then they go into this long reflective comment or whatever which i proceed to read the entire thing because i'm just that kind of a person but she was saying that because she had all these distractions taken out of her life, she actually like realized that she had a big void in her heart. And so she got like a lot closer to God and she's like really improved her prayer life during 2020. And I read that whole thing and I was like, oh. hmm. yeah, I um had all these distractions taken out of my life as in structure and I filled it with them. Um, movies and YouTube so I was like I read that and I was like oh my goodness some people actually use 2020 to improve their prayer life but me I got out of 2020 realizing that I was left with like nothing so I have to start from scratch this year yeah so
0: yeah I did something very similar I got rid of all the distractions of 2020 and then filled my life and made it as busy as possible so I wouldn't have any time to think about any voids so we all cope differently (laughs) yeah I just want to
1: say that like no matter where you are on the spectrum a new year is always a new beginning like of course every day is a new beginning but there's nothing like a new year okay I just want to put that out there I don't care how many people say new year's resolutions are bad because nobody keeps them I love New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Even if I can only keep a habit for a month, you know what? That's good. Like, at least I try. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I do kind of, like, start over, or I try to kind of start over every month. Um, But, like, I keep, I try and, like, at least make small attempts at each resolution throughout the year. And even if I never, like, completed by the end of the year, at least I know that I tried. So that's all that counts. Don't make the same resolutions every year though. That's my tip. Because like if you're making the same one every year and you never accomplish it, like you really don't have any um what's the word I'm looking for? Like resoluteness. That's kind of dumb. Yeah, Yeah, like you there you have no confidence in yourself at this point because it's been five Mm. years now that you've been trying to lose ten pounds or like run every day or whatever. So come up with something new and just, like, make it fresh and interesting, excuse me, interesting, and then (laughs) maybe it'll, like, it'll, it'll, like, spark your imagination and help you, like, do something new, so, like, find a fitness YouTuber or something like that, if fitness is your goal, and say, like, I'm gonna do two of her, his videos per week, and, like, make it very concrete, and that way it's, like, it's a lot harder to achieve, yeah, so that's, that's my tips, I know it's kind of, like, randomly thrown in there, but same thing with like my prayer life. Like I said, like I like to start with something very concrete, like a devotion to so the rosary and then kind of move on from that. And then hopefully like after I say the rosary, maybe something um that I was thinking about during that time, I, I just need some more time to think about. So I'll like, hopefully this is the idea. I'll eventually sort of like go into after the rosary is finished, just spending like a few minutes in silent prayer. So that's the idea. So you see where I'm going with that. So yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like when you go to confession and you keep confessing the same sins. You gotta spice it up with a different sin every once in a while. Come on, guys. No! Make the priest's life <laughs> interesting. Come on. That's not what I'm, I'm totally saying. kidding. Don't take my advice. That was dubious advice. I repeat, dubious advice. Do not take that. <laughs>
1: oh my goodness. Goodness. No. Don't don't do that. Don't don't throw in random sins. Like, you know what? Okay. Yeah, I'm, that was a, that was a joke. <laughs> Okay, number two, one thing that I actually did do during quarantine was, like, I I read a lot more. I think I've read uh, Mm. six or seven books since quarantine started, which honestly is really good for me because, Mm -hmm. yeah, because I, so when I was, like, a kid, so, like, really young, like, five through nine, I hated reading. I absolutely hated it. I mean, I was good at it. Like, I learned to read fairly quickly, but I hated it. I I never... Picked up a book, whereas my younger sister literally learned how to read at age three, and has never stopped reading since. Basically, Um, but then when I got to middle school, I was homeschooled at the time, and I used to love reading. I I read Trixie Belden and Nancy Drew and like every horse book I could get my hands on, and I would be reading like like one a week practically. Like I read them so fast. Mm. And then high school came, and I got involved with sports and I was just too tired yeah. and I had to start reading for assignments and I just didn't read anymore and I forgot how much I really like it so at the beginning of quarantine like I started reading cuz I had a whole bunch of extra time on my hands and then I decided to like make a full on reading list and I've just been going through it it's been really fun literally just this morning I finished kidnapped by robert louis stevenson so I'm pretty pumped so I'm hoping to read a new book every month that's my goal so 12 books in the whole year the next one on my list is a tale of two cities, so we'll see how it goes.
0: Ew, oh my gosh. Dude, no. I, is it to read bad? That book. I don't know. I saw my, my cousins my cousins did a play from that book one time and it was really bad. But oof. I know. So good luck with that.
1: Yeah. I'm just
0: like
1: I feel like a lot of people read like like up and coming books that are like rom coms, but of the book version, and like I don't, I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm that's trying. Me, to this, <laughs> I'm trying to read to like expand my mind, you know. So that's the idea. So I'm trying to read a whole bunch of classics. So oh, I, I can't think of ones I have on Okay, um, here's this the summer I read this. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: No, it's okay. um I actually have really strong opinions about this um, about the whole reading for pleasure versus reading for like like smarts i guess (laughs) as an english major (laughs) i read so many like classics and like intense reading that when i'm not at school you can catch me reading like the like the worst books like ever written but they're so good guys like i like i (laughs) firmly believe like trashy books are okay to read and I know there's people out there that say they like fry your brain or whatever but like come on they're entertaining and the one thing that every writer should do is entertain you um but I'm also reading Stephen King's It right now which is not trashy it's actually very good um because I get really bored during my breaks at work because I don't have enough data to be on my phone for 30 minutes. So I started reading, which is really helpful. <laughs> but uh um, so I, mean, like, I also recommend. Hmm. Is that like the horror book? Yeah. So it's the one. You the read phone. it on your break? Yeah. So literally, guys, funny story. One time I was reading it and I used to take my lunch pretty late. So I was the only one in the break room, which was so nice. Like just FYI, guys. If someone is reading, don't talk to them. They're not interested. They just want to read. But anyway, (laughs) so I was sitting in the break room alone. I was reading and the clown had come out in the book. And I was like, oh, this is terrifying. Guys, I don't read horror. This is my first horror book. My dad has been trying to get me to read Stephen King for like five years. But so anyway, so I was reading and it was really scary. But I was like powering through and I had like five minutes on my lunch before I could clock back in. And it was so quiet in the break room. And the book had just gotten really scary. And I literally went outside and stood by the time clock just so I could be around people because I really started to psych myself out. So um, yeah, but I actually really do like um, Stephen King's writing. It's different, but I recommend it. It's really good. So, uh, but I also recommend trashy romance novels. Hello. They're so good. (laughs) Oh no,
1: I enjoy them just as much as anybody does, but like, my point or my goal is to read things that will like classics because I know they're it's like it's just good for you to read, I guess. So I'm just trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Like in hopes. It, yeah.
0: yeah. I think that like classics have a lot of good to them and I really do enjoy them, obviously, because the writing is so good. Um, but I just like I can't read them unless I'm at school. It's so frustrating to me. I just can't like focus on them. Like I tried to read Emma. By Jane Austen. And I love the movie, and I thought I would love the book, but I literally couldn't get through it. So I think I'm at the point in my life where if I'm on a break, like the books are going to be fast paced and fun because, yeah. But my mom recently read a Lewis Lemoore book and she really liked it. And it has Tom Selleck in the movie. And I love Tom Selleck. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, I could talk about books forever. I love books. But
1: yeah. That's why she's an English major, guys. Just, it's in true. She didn't.
0: Finally so, made so. the jump. Finally. I have an Irish poetry class next semester that I'm really excited for, even though I hate poetry, because the idea of getting to talk about Irish stuff all day makes me so happy. My obsession with Ireland is getting out of control. <laughs>
1: okay. With that, we're
0: going to go to our commercial break. Now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Catholic U leadership team in the office of campus activities, has created a new series about applying leadership skills throughout college and life. Tune in to Leadership in 5 and learn about different leadership lessons from your peers. There is also Cups with Joe, an interview-style program hosted by Joseph Arby over everyone's favorite online platform, Zoom. You can listen to both of these exciting programs on our new Instagram, all one word, Catholic U Leadership. Okay, and we're back from our commercial break. So, so far, I have short... Sh- okay, I almost said shorn as, like, a past tense of share. What I meant to say was, so far, I have shared two of my resolutions, which, by the way, they are the um top two resolutions. So, you know what? You guys can keep me accountable. Like, just, like, you know like, four months down the road, just be like, hey, Maureen, so how are those resolutions going? And I'll be like, yeah, I haven't done any of them. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But that's my hope. The more people I tell, the easier it is to actually get them done. You know what I mean? Okay. So number, let's see, I'm skipping on to number six, because some of these are just kind of, like, personal okay so um number six is practice two to three hours of italian each week because i love languages i took spanish in high school and oh my goodness there was such a huge like fiasco with getting my credit for college but i finally do have my um, language credit for college (laughs) in spanish and one of my sister-in-laws um she's actually she was actually born in Colombia, and she moved to the United States when she was I think nine um, but her mom still doesn't speak great English uh so I've over the holidays I kind of got to practice some with her mom because I like try and translate a couple of things that we're saying because like she can understand English if it's slow enough on a one on one you know but like when it's a whole bunch of people speaking it kind of gets overwhelming which is the same way I feel about Spanish so I was pretty excited that I got to try it out and like I'm I'm average, okay, don't like i I have my credit i I do decent, I'm not great though <laughs> um but I really, really want to go to Rome to study abroad at some point, like during college, so I'm trying to learn Italian because I want to get like the best experience I can while I'm there, and I want to be able to interact with people in Rome, so I'm trying to learn Italian, I have not started at all. The only things I know are. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. I had I practiced on Duolingo for, like, a month, so I know how to say the boy eats the apple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's important.
1: I know. It's so important. Like, il ragazzo mangi la pela. So <laughs> in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, mm. But, yeah, so I'm hopefully going to get, like, serious about it. And that's, like, again, like I was saying earlier, it needs to be a very um, – achievable goal like I can't just say learn Italian because that's so broad like I could practice for a week and be like oh I fulfilled that you know like I've learned Italian but like putting it as in like two to three hours like that's how I'm hopefully going to you know that's like a half an hour per day six days a week you know that's three hours so that's the ideal I don't know if like I'm not gonna like be too hard on myself if I don't achieve that because once things get busy probably going to have a job, classes and everything. Like there's definitely going to be weeks where I won't be able to practice at all, and that's okay. But um the I like the plan I I'm trying not to make too many long-term plans these days, but the plan is to study abroad spring of junior year, which is a year from now. So if I practice uh let's see, 100 to 150 hours of Italian between now and then, I think I'll be pretty good at speaking it. So Cross your fingers, everyone. (laughs) And Renee wants to tell you about her language experience now because she hasn't talked in a while.
0: Oh, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast or not, but I'm really, really bad at foreign languages. I've taken five years of Spanish in total, and it has not improved at all. And I had a really stressful final experience with Spanish. um, Taking a foreign language online Is really tough, guys. Um, And for any of you who've had to use Respondos before on your exams, it's like the worst. And my computer didn't like it and shut down mid final. And so I was locked out of my final, which is a timed exam, everyone. And so I had to go on Zoom, like crying, because I'm a pretty like stress crier type of person. And my teacher was like, had to make a new exam for me. And then I only had an hour. And I ended up like bombing the final, obviously. Um, and it was really stressful. And I was like texting everyone, like crying. Um I ended up going out to lunch with my mom that day. And I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, so unlike Maureen, I do not share her love for language. Although I do have to say out of all the Spanish classes that I've ever taken, CUA has like the best professors. So like shout out to them. They're so nice. Um I love them a lot. But yeah, Compared to, like, my high school Spanish, it, I guess it has gotten a little better, but it's still pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, so I have no drive to learn another language. Um, I, I just can't, My brain is not set up that way. I don't know how people do it. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> I have, like,
1: very high goals for languages. Like, I want to learn. Yeah, before I die, I want to be able to go to a country and, and like, walk around without an interpreter and, like, kind of figure things out. Yeah, Spain, well, Spanish, so there's a lot of countries for that. Italian, French, and Dutch, because we had a, a foreign exchange Dutch. student at my school. Yes, <laughs> let me let me explain. Okay, we had a foreign exchange student at my school who's from Belgium, and, and they don't, like, they are Belgian people, like, that's their um, ethnicity, I guess, is the word. I'm never sure about that.
0: Um, yeah, I think so.
1: Um, Well, that's what you would call someone from Belgium is Belgian but they don't have their own language. So there's three different languages that people in Belgium speak, French, German, and Dutch. And she lived in the Dutch speaking part of it. So I just want to learn Dutch just because of her. Like I'm still kind of in contact with her. um, And I really want to visit her someday and like be like, hey, I can speak Dutch. So that's going to be like the next language after Italian. So we'll see how that goes. And if it goes well, then German won't
0: be far behind because they're kind of similar. So, yeah. yeah. Ew, I never want to learn German. That's the one language <laughs> I don't like. I love French. Like, I love, I want to learn Gaelic, even though it's basically a dead language because it's so cool. But, um, yeah, it's just not happening. I would be a one language girl. <laughs> Unless my brain suddenly changes one day. Oh my gosh, I know. Anywho, what's your other resolution?
1: I have a couple more. Some of them are just kind of like, one of them is you go to that like, one second of the day challenge. I want to do that oh this gosh. year. Ew. So, Renee, uh, get uh, ready. <laughs> I knew you were going to okay, hate I'm it, sorry. but you know what? If, That's so nasty. If you're going to make me take pictures, for the fiat's Instagram. (laughs) Then you will live through my one second of the days and you will be in half of (laughs) them. Well can
0: we (laughs) can we at least share them on the fiat Instagram? Be like, look, one second of Renee doing something dumb, which will probably be half of your one second a day. Okay, I'm sorry. Mid little rant. One second a days are really cute and like they make a cool video, but no, Maureen, they're so cringy. But I will support you in all you do. Even this.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I just think I follow this one person who went to my high school. Um, and she has like a very aesthetic Instagram, like everything about it. And Mm -hmm. she did a one second of the day challenge, not last year, but the year before. And I loved watching them. Like I literally like couldn't wait for the end of the month because I knew she would post another one. And I was like, I kind of want to do that. So so far it's been going good my um most of them are either of my horses or me driving down the road because that's all i do
0: (laughs) but you know what gonna be this like video of your horses like a little bit of the outside like me (laughs) everyone's like okay (laughs) okay, so
1: the one of them was me going skiing because guys it has snowed here it finally snowed we had a muddy christmas it was disgusting (laughs) <laughs> um because if it's not snowy it's muddy here basically during winter but it's finally snowed like the day after new Year's, so we have like eight inches of snow on the ground I think right now it's perfect for being outside and I'm literally in love and I'm just so happy it snowed it's finally winter so
0: yes which reminds <laughs> me we had a very <laughs> I can't say this with a straight face. <laughs> We had a very special complaint from a certain listener of ours about something I said last week on the podcast. Um, I won't say her name. Um, she goes by mom. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Rasmussen is also a common term, um, so I, 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 won't, I won't out her or anything. Um, but apparently I said that, it, you know, because I'm from California, I've never seen snow. Um, just so everyone knows, it does snow in California. <laughs> California is a very big state. And as a Californian myself, it is my job to educate everyone about California. Um, so unlike the East Coast, we cannot just, you know, get in our car for a quick two-hour jaunt to Ohio. Um, we don't, you know, like leave states like you guys do and like just drive to other ones. Um Our day trip is just to another place in California. Um, So where my grandparents live, it actually usually snows. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Mammoth. Um, It's a big like skiing place. Um, So there is snow like a lot of places in California. I just happen to live in a hot area of the desert. Um, So just so you all know, we have all kinds of places in California. We have mountains, we have beaches, we have deserts. Um, we have L.A., a disgusting place. We don't go there often. Um, we also have, like, like country, you know. So, we got it all. Um, so, just to appease the listener that complained um, one day, just FYI, don't worry, guys. So, you know, I'm thinking of maybe doing a segment called um, Californian Education, maybe. Just so, you know, everyone knows oh my about God. it. <laughs> that I'm would be kidding. so fun,
1: it's- honestly. No, I think that's <laughs> a pretty cool place. Like, I send Renee, like, videos all the time where it's just like, oh, California is stupid and stuff like that and how the rest of the country likes to make fun of it, which is so true. Especially if you live no. on the East Coast. Like, we hate yeah. California as a rule. Okay, but it's wait, actually I have really something cool. to I've been say about there that. I love it.
0: here's the thing about being from california that people don't really understand um california is obviously known as a very far left state um that doesn't mean everyone who is from california is far left i just want to make that like note but also when you when you say that you're from california at cua um the common response could be things like why are you here that's a that's a fun one um, where where are you from? Have you ever been to LA? Um, do you eat avocados? One time I got made fun of because California is apparently has fancy cuisine because we have avocados. Just so everyone knows, the reason we have avocados is because we are a high agricultural state. It's not because we're trying to be fancy, everyone. And also, just a quick rant. I one time had a plate of pasta at a supposedly cheap place in D.C. that cost $15. So I don't want to hear anyone tell me that California is fancier than the rest. Anyway, I just, I understand that y'all hate us and that's okay because not all of us are huge fans of California either, but it is still my home. So if we could all just dial it down a notch, that would be great. And also many people from California are in oil. So, you know, we have our blue collared workers as well. So, you know, just climb off that high horse, everyone. Just wanted to point that out. But I love all places equally as a Californian. And I appreciate your feedback, so. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's actually kind of funny because Renee
1: and I are from, like, the two most hated states in the U.S. Like, she's from California. I'm from New York. Like, that's the ones that people really like to brag on. Uh, But we love our Mm -hmm. states, you know. You know, no hate here. (laughs) I hate my state, but I love it, you know. like.
0: Exactly. No, I think that moving out of California really got me to appreciate the unique parts of my town. um, Because I've had people who think that because I'm from California, I hate like, industry, you know, so I had someone one time, like, basically be like, Oh, like, I hate oil, like, don't you and I was like, this is awkward. Um, But my dad works in oil. So if you could just dial that down a bit, (laughs) it was so awkward. Um, So I've had a really fun time um, teaching people about oil towns. I just think it's funny, like, the illusions people have about my state. But I do love it here. And I do love my town, even though I left for college, you know. I was talking with someone about how different West Coast, East Coast is. So that's always fun to talk about, too. But and Maureen's gotten the taste of both, so she gets it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we've had a fun time. We're fa- We're back from season two. We just wanted to keep Ooh. it, like, light and fun. Yeah. So that's why we just did, like, The Year's Resolutions, even though I mean, it doesn't have any, but that's okay. Um, she'll get there eventually. I'll convert her eventually. No, it's okay. Um, but, yeah, that's about everything that we're going to talk about for today. So mm-hmm. we are very excited, as of today, We will be together in one, two, three weeks, a little bit less than three weeks. We'll finally be able to see each other in person, face-to-face, the first time since July, and I'm so excited. Like, you guys have no idea how much I've missed being around people my age. Um, (laughs) So hang with us. We're gearing up to go back, and we'll see you next week.